Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for February 22nd, 2011, and now the news. Well, the turmoil in the Middle East is starting to have an impact on the automotive industry. In Libya, anti-government protesters are rising up against Muammar Gaddafi, who was also known as the guide of the 1st of September Great Revolution of the Socialist People's Libyan Arab Jamar Haria. <laughs> There's a title for you. The Wall Street Journal reports those protests have shut down oil production in Libya, and now oil prices are skyrocketing, up more than $6 a barrel overnight. Now, oil prices depend on the type of oil and the contract, but a barrel now costs anywhere from $95 to $107 a barrel, and rising gasoline prices will definitely impact what people buy in the showroom. And anti-government protests in Bahrain have led to the cancellation of the season opener of the Formula One race series. With so many people unhappy about the lack of jobs, a dead-end future, and repressive government policies, it just didn't seem proper to have the millionaire jet-set crowd drop in over the weekend for a jolly good party. Maybe next year. Speaking of fuel economy, we've been following the story on Eco Motors and how it's going to work with Navistar. This morning, both companies officially announced that Navistar is going to help Eco Motors commercialize the engine, that is, taking it from R&D and making it production ready. Other investors in Eco Motors include Vinod Kosla, the venture capitalist, and Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft. The design that Eco Motors has come up with can boost fuel economy up to 50% at lower cost than today's engines. But you know, there's a lot of fuel-saving technology in the news today. Volvo just introduced the diesel plug-in hybrid version of its V60 wagon. Its front wheels are powered by a five-cylinder, 2.4-liter turbo diesel, and the rear wheels are powered by an electric motor that's powered by a lithium-ion battery pack. The powertrain also includes a six-speed automatic transmission, and the driver can choose between three driving modes just by pushing a button. In what they call pure mode, the car runs on the electric motor and can travel up to 50 kilometers running on just the battery. That's 31 miles. The hybrid mode, which is the default setting whenever you get in the car, is a combination of the diesel engine and the electric motor, which results in fuel consumption of only 1.9 liters per 100 kilometers, and that, folks, is nearly 124 miles per gallon. That's good for a range of 1,200 kilometers or 745 miles. The last option is the power mode, which optimizes the car for the best possible performance and helps it reach 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in just under 7 seconds. The Volvo V60 plug-in hybrid goes on sale next year. General Motors sells the Chevy Cruze all over the globe and offers it with a diesel outside of North America, but GM Inside News says that is going to change. Sources at GM's Lordstown plant in Ohio that builds the Cruze say management told them they'll start building a Cruze diesel model for the 2013 model year, and it's going to be a two-liter engine. GM Inside News speculates that it could be the same engine that's used in Australia for the Holden Cruise CDX. 
and that engine produces 147 horsepower and 235 pound-feet of torque, and its fuel economy averages 34 miles per gallon, which doesn't sound all that great to me. BMW announced it's introducing a new sub-brand, one that's dedicated to eco-friendly vehicles. And that's good news for the environment, but something tells me Apple is not going to be happy about it. The company is branding the cars with a lowercase i, as in iPod, iPhone, or iMac. BMW plans to introduce two models in the lineup in 2013. The i3, previously known as the Megacity, is a full-on EV, while the i8 is a plug-in hybrid based off BMW's vision-efficient dynamics concept. Both vehicles are built around what the company calls a life-drive architecture, a lightweight platform that's made out of aluminum and carbon fiber. Again, these cars are expected to launch in 2013. Now, this next story should come as no surprise given China's laissez-faire attitude towards the environment, and that is being polite. According to Bloomberg, Beijing's air quality is rated worse than hazardous by the U.S. Embassy, and hazardous is the lowest level on its scale. In fact, it's so bad it's classified as beyond index. You know, I wonder if our diplomats and their staff get danger pay for living in Beijing. That's up to a 35% bonus for working in really, really hazardous areas like Afghanistan. And this just goes to show you what adding nearly 900,000 cars to the road in a year can do to the environment, especially when there are very loose regulations on pollution. Coming up next, we'll take a brief look at what it's like to drive Chrysler's latest luxury car. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Chrysler surprised us with the new models in its lineup because these are more than just minor facelifts. Yeah, sure, they changed the sheet metal, but they changed a lot more than that under the skin. Recently, I got a chance to test drive the company's lineup for 2011, and here's my impression of Chrysler's flagship car. I'm driving on some terrific roads right now outside of San Diego. Lots of camber changes, lots of elevation changes. This is where you want to take a driver's car, and I am in a driver's car because this is the brand new redone Chrysler 300C with all-wheel drive. It's not just a facelift of a car, they have significantly redesigned this thing. Yeah, you can see the visual changes in the sheet metal and in the interior, but it's under the skin where this thing really starts to shine. The suspension geometry has been completely changed. They've got different caster and camber in this. They've redone the steering as well. It's an electro-hydraulic system, very precise, very linear. So even though this is a big car, kind of a heavy car, you can really throw this thing around. It moves well, and of course it makes such a difference when you've got these kinds of roads. You know, I sure wish we had video of that trip just a few more miles down the road. We were out in the open desert, and I got a chance to really open the car up. And the reason we don't have any video of that is because my cameraman was holding on for dear life. Let's just say that the Chrysler 300 behaves extraordinarily well at Autobahn speeds. 
And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.